Hello, what is up my best friends? How we doing? We surviving, we're thriving, living life. Happy Wednesday if you're listening to this on Wednesday. Happy whatever day, whatever day you're listening to it. I hope it's a good one. And if it's not, if you're like kind of like down in the dumps, now you have me to talk to. And now we're gonna like just be like girl time talk, you know? (laughs) That's what we needed today. Um, That's what I need today, you know? I think I need to sit here and talk to y'all and just feel better because that's what we do together. Um, But guys, so this episode today, uh, I have zero idea how long it's actually gonna be because it's not like there's too much planned out on my laptop right now, so it's just gonna be a lot of chit chat. Um, I'm turning 25 on Saturday. I told you guys that in the last episode and I was like, we'll make an episode about this and stuff like that because I want to talk about 25 things I've learned before I turn 25. Um, I personally think 25 is a scary number. Um, I mean, my hoe ass didn't think I was living past like 16, 17. So like, here we are. And also like 22. So here we are. Um, it's kind of insane that I'm 25. Um, and you know, when you're like in high school and I've definitely chatted about this before, but like you're in high school or like middle school, whatever. And you're like talking to your little girlfriends and you're planning out like what your life's going to look like. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to have like, I'm going to get married at 26 and I'm going to have kids at 28. Like I need to have kids before I'm 30. need to be married before I'm 30. And I'm sitting here at 25 and I'm like, holy shit. Well, first of all, there's no way I'm getting married at 26 considering I turned 25 this Saturday and I don't even have a man's in my life. I don't even have a boy in my text messages. Like there's, there's nothing there. Um, so definitely not getting married at 26. Um, but also never say never, you know? <laughs> Who knows what this year brings? Who knows what 26 brings? What if it's just like, boom, marriage? Just kidding. I think I have commitment issues. But, you know, <laughs> you know. Um, we just sit here and we laugh together. But, like, that's so funny to think about is that when you were younger, you think 25 is the oldest age and you're, like, making marriage packs. You're like, yeah, like, all right, like, who's my friend, like, if I'm like, I made a marriage pact with my old college roommate, like him and I, um, we have tattoos together. Like we're, we're twin flames. That's what our tattoos are. I have a flame. He has a flame. Um, mine's on my middle finger because it's my favorite middle finger. His is on his foot because he's a teacher and couldn't have it anywhere noticeable or else his kids will flame him. Ha ha flames for flame. Um, but, uh, so like, I think him and I made a marriage pact. I think it was originally we're like all like 40. And then we're like, wait, that's like kind of old. Like 40 is old. Um, and then we're like, okay, 30. So like we'll get married at 30 if we don't have anybody in our lives. Like that's so so funny. We're like, all right, like that's so old. Like 30 is so old. Like we have to be married by 30. Like that's just like what this has to be. And I look at it now and I'm like, no, please no. I'll probably get married in my 30s. I don't know guys it doesn't matter um I'm just thinking about age-wise and how at 26 I thought I was really getting married out here but I also when I was like in high school and when I was younger when I was a teenager and going through a lot of deep dark depression days I was like I don't even see my life like living like I can't see it I can't see my future so I just assume it doesn't exist 
Um, so like, why not make unrealistic goals? Because my future actually doesn't exist. But here we are in the future and it does exist and I'm sitting here talking to y'all. Um, so crazy how that life turns out to be. I am, yeah, again, I'm turning 25. Oof. <laughs> I'm literally throwing myself a party because 25 is a big number. Um, I'm officially going to be mid 20s. Remember like last year, if you were here last year and I was turning 24, obviously. Um, and I was like, is 24 mid 20s? I think I put a poll out on my Instagram. I was like, is 24 mid 20s or it's still early 20s? Like, what am I? And it was like split even. It's like you're early 20s. You're also mid 20s. It's like that awkward number. Well, I'm officially mid 20s. I'm officially getting up there. Um, scary. So scary. Quarter life crisis. Is that what we're having here? Um, maybe just a midlife crisis. Who knows? <laughs> I made a whole uh, nine-hour playlist for my 25th birthday party. And it's like the caption on there, the description I put, quarter-life crisis, you know? Um, because that's what that's what this feels like. I feel like I have accomplished a lot of things in my life at this point, but also I'm like, I feel like I should be somewhere else. I feel like I should be doing more things. Especially like you're like, I, I'm a full-on adult, like, you know? Like, you know, you're in your, you're in your early 20s. You're like, nah, I'm just like a kid. And now I'm like, I'm an adult. I'm an adult. Like, like the little kids look up to me and they're like, damn, you're old. I was talking to some like high school boy who does like videography, like stuff like that. Um, and he was like doing stuff for with the swim team that I used to swim for, college, whatever. And I was talking to him and I was like, yeah, like, like how old are you? And he's like a senior in high school. And I'm like, damn, dude, like. I'm so old. And he's like, yeah, you are old. And I was like, oh, shit, stop. I, I was just saying that as like a, yeah, I'm so old, you know, like whatever. And he agreed. And I was like, damn, I just got shot. Like, like that, that hurt. That hurt for high schooler to be like, yeah, you are old. Um, but he's a homie. He's just funny. Um, it's just, yeah, I bet. I don't know. I bet I looked at myself as a 16-year-old and I was like, damn, 25. Like, you should have your shit together. And I'm sitting here at 25 and I'm like, yeah, I don't have my shit fully together. Uh, but yeah, so let's talk about 25 things I've learned before 25. Um, and some of them are deep. Some of them are fun, you know. I think most of them are deep. Uh, but this is just, you know, things that I've learned and I've gone through. And it's like, let's share this stuff. Um so let's just get into this list. Number one, you are worthy. Find the love for yourself. Take that time to like think about who you are. And, you know, I'm always big on like journaling and just get to know yourself. Find that love for yourself because you're only you. You have to live with you and just just be with yourself. Number two, you are who you surround yourself with. If you surround yourself around people that are negative and people that have issues like like let's talk about how I used to surround myself with this whatever um toxic lady who had a big amount of like body issues and toxic eating habits and stuff like that so I turned into that person um so you are who you surround yourself with make sure you surround yourself with positive people that are looking for a good future that have goals that have the similar goals that you do because you're going to thrive in that aspect like i have a lot of friends right now that have similar goals to me and we're all just like on the same good positive path 
and just reaching for that. So surround yourself with good people. Um, three, celebrate the little and big successes. I don't care how little it is. I don't care if you're literally super freaking depressed and you got out of bed today. Celebrate that success. Celebrate any success. Celebrate the fact that you got a new job. Even if the people around you don't understand that this is a success to you, celebrate it on your own. I used to literally make myself cakes when I'd hit a milestone on like TikTok and stuff like that. Sometimes people didn't get it, but you know, it was something I wanted to do. It was a success for me. It was a big step in my career. Um, I celebrated doing one season of Don't Skip Legs. Like celebrate those successes. Just celebrate the fact that you got out of bed. Celebrate the fact that you got into school. Celebrate that you got a new job. Celebrate, celebrate yourself, love life, you know? Um, number four, trust in the universe. It all has a bigger plan for you. I know it's so easy to look at it and be like, fuck, like shit is just so shitty right now, but just know that there's success coming. Like you have to go down before you go up. There's success coming. Um, and the universe has it all planned out for you. And I'm big in what, what is meant to be is going to be in your life. Um, and you will get the thing that you're supposed to have. Number five, if you want to make a change, then send it. If you want to make, if you want to apply for new jobs, send it. If you want to move to a new state, send it. If you decide that this is not the group of friends you want to be in, then go send it and get out of that. Even if you're alone for a little bit, get out of that. Because again, we surround ourselves with good people and send it, just send it. That's all I got to say, send it. Um, Because you never know what's about to happen. Number six, go to college even if your high school self hates school and thinks it's dumb. Um, Nothing in me wanted to go to college. I was literally against it. I was like, I hate school. I hate, high school was the shittiest thing of my life. Um, And high school is shitty for like literally everyone. So I was very much against going to school. And I was like, what the, what the fuck am I wasting my money for? Going to school for things I don't care about. I knew I wanted to be a fitness instructor, but I also wanted to own a gym. So I really did need the education and stuff like that. So I say go to college, even if your high school self hates it. Um, yeah, I've made the best memories and the best friends out of going to college. And I sit here at almost 25 and wish I could go relive some college years, you know? So go to college go have that experience. Go be on your own for a little bit away from your parents, but be surrounded by a lot of people. Um, And especially if you're on a team in college, it's like the best experience ever Um, because you have all of those people around you that are literally, like I was on the swim team, so we're all going through those same practices together and bonding and hanging out, and I miss it. So go to college if you're in high school. <laughs> um, number seven, take as much as alone time as you need. Don't, don't be afraid to rot in bed. Don't be afraid to rot and watch movies all day um, sitting in your living room. Take the alone time you need. It's okay to say no to social events because you need to be alone. Just take whatever you need. It will help you. It'll help you mentally. It'll help you physically. Take the alone time. Don't feel bad that you want to spend time by yourself. And you need to spend time by yourself. Like we, there's no, I don't think any person should be around people all day long, like all day long, 24, 7, 3, 6, 5. I think that we all need our alone time to get to know ourselves and feel our emotions. Cause I feel like a lot of it time when you're not in your alone time and you're surrounded by people, you're not really thinking about 
your emotions and stuff like that. So you're kind of suppressing things, especially in my ask, like in my uh, point of view. Um, so take that alone time. You need it. And don't be, don't feel afraid to take it. Don't feel guilty. It's okay to shut somebody down. Um, number eight, you don't need a significant other to be happy. I have fully been out of a relationship for years and I, I don't need a significant other to be happy. It's so romanticized that you need that partner, that you need the boyfriend, you need the girlfriend um, to be happy in life, that that's our goals in life is to be, again, married um, and be with somebody for the rest of our lives. But you don't, you don't need that. You know, it's okay to not have that. Um, you can be happy without a boyfriend and a girlfriend. You can just be on your own. It's cool to be independent. It's cool to like love yourself. So just know that you can be happy without one. And it's so easy to get wrapped up in that culture of you need somebody. You should be somebody with somebody. And if you're not like you're missing something in your life, like, no, like it's okay. You're good. I'm good without one. You see me over here. Um, Number nine, wear the outfit even if you think it's silly or extra. I love just wearing kind of chaotic outfits. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really care, you know? I, this is something that I put together. I'm a big, like, I'm a big pants, big shirt kind of girl or big pants, small top kind of girl. Or, you know, you will never catch me in skinny jeans. You'll never catch me in skinny jeans. I also, let's be real, I'm a gym girly and my job is to wear workout clothes when I'm teaching fitness classes and stuff like that. Um, I hate wearing leggings in like fit, like, you know, gym outfits outside of the gym and outside of class. I need to be wearing some jeans, some big flowy pants, like something like that. Um, sometimes I look silly. Sometimes I'm super extra and I'm overdressed for the occasion. But you know what? If I feel good in this outfit, I'm wearing it. So wear the freaking outfit. No one cares. Have fun in it. Feel good in yourself. Feel confident. Number 10, you're the only competition. You are the only competition. Stop comparing yourself to others. Like literally just stop. (laughs) It's so easy to compare ourselves to other people to be like, damn, they're so pretty. Like their hair is bright blonde, tan skin, whatever. Their nails are cute. Um, they are lifting more than me over there. They're skinnier than me, all this stuff. They got bigger quads than me. They're just, you know, they're perfect. Why can't I be that? And it's like, no, they're, they're them. And it's taking them a lot to like be themselves, but also they're probably comparing themselves to other people around them too. So just, you're your only competition. Just stop comparing yourself to others. You're you. There's only one you. People love you for you. Um, number 11, go to therapy. See a psychiatrist. Get the help you need, and it's okay to outsource. I struggled so much by myself inside my head internally that was turning into like external issues. Um, and I broke one, you know, had my big breaking point. And I was like, it's time. It's time I see a psychiatrist. It's time I hop on the meds that I think that I need. It's time to get diagnosed. Like, let me get the help that I need. It's okay to outsource. It's okay to go to therapy. It's okay to talk to someone weekly. It's okay to hop on meds if you need to. Like, it's also... People don't understand a lot of mental health stuff. And people are like, oh, these like meds are dumb. Like I can live this out. Like I'll I'll ride it out. I'll do all this stuff. But it's okay to be on meds. Like it's okay. Um, I'm over here. I'm talking to you. I'm on my meds. I took my meds this morning. You know, I feel better. 
Uh, there was one day I missed my meds. I told you guys that on New Year's Day. And I felt so shitty. Like, it was, like, the worst thing ever. And I was like, damn, I'm getting back into that headspace that I was before I was completely on meds. Like, it's okay. Don't tell anybody that it's not okay. I understand there's also, like, side effects and shit like that. My heart rate a little too high. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it, it's a outsource, talk to people, do whatever you need to do to make yourself feel good and feel better. Um, number 12, don't hide who you are, especially around people you think you need to impress. Be you, because, again, there's only one you. You're unique. Um, people are going to like you for who you are. Don't don't try to make a new version of yourself. Don't hide who you are. I felt like I spent a lot of my years hiding who I was. And I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Like, I, I'm, I'm a chaotic mess. I like a big personality. I laugh really fucking loud. Um, and I used to hide that laugh. And I don't care anymore. Like, I, I just want to be... Laughing makes me feel good. Laughing makes me happy. It might make people laugh more because I have a huge laugh. Um, but just be who you are because people are going to like who you are. And just don't hide it. Just don't sit in that bubble and hide yourself. Be yourself. Be confident there. Um, number 13, make those stupid choices because you'll be able to laugh at those memories later. Um, I ever tell you guys the story of me being arrested? I love bringing that up to people. <laughs> When I was 18 and I got arrested for uh, public intoxication and like underage drinking, whatever the fuck. Um, but it's such a funny memory now. I'm not saying go get arrested, go do that stuff. But my my little brother texted me the other day and he goes, there's negative correlation to what we were talking about. But remember that time that you like hit your head on the trampoline and you had that scar on your forehead? Yes. I do remember that. And that's freaking funny now. Obviously, it was not funny. My mom yelled at me for going on a trampoline because those were like banned in our household. Um, but like this shit is funny now. It's just make those stupid mistakes. Kiss those people and you'll laugh about it later. You know, just it's funny memories. Make the stupid choices. Live, live for the moment. Live for the plot. Um, you'll really laugh at them later with your friends. It might be like, oh, this is serious in... Like when you do it, but you'll laugh at it later and you'll love those memories and you'll be sitting when you're 50 years old, like in your chair one day and just being like, oh, remember when I did that? That's hilarious. I lived my life. I did those things. Um, number 14, you don't need alcohol to have fun. Obviously, I've been on my little sober journey of not drinking since September and I've realized and I talked to you guys about it that I realized I don't need alcohol to have fun. I have a big personality. I'm going to be out there and I'm going to use it. Um... And it's okay if you don't have this big personality, but like literally no one gives a shit. They're all drunk around you probably. And they don't give a shit what you're doing. You're just be you, you know, your friends aren't friends with you because you're drinking alcohol. They're friends with you because you're fun to be around. Um, I will be drinking on my birthday. Um, I'm thinking about making a whole big like margaritas on tap kind of vibe. Um, <laughs> but like, I, that's, like, my one thing. Like, I'm drinking then, but I'm going to go back to being my sober self. No drinking, because I do feel good with it. And you don't need alcohol to have fun. Have fun. I don't care if people are drinking around you. You don't, you don't need to be peer pressured into drinking. If you don't want to, don't do it. Um, you can still have fun either way. Still go thrive that night. 
Um, number 15, watch the sunsets and sunrises. Find the natural beauty in this world. Something so wholesome about sitting and watching a sunrise or a sunset and by yourself or with your friends or whatever you need. Go touch some grass. I know that's such like, <laughs> that's like such a weird phrase. And people use that in as like a go get a reality check, go touch some grass. But I'm, I'm being real, like go sit in a field and read a book or just lay in the grass and look up at the skies. I find the stars so interesting. I would love to just... Like, I like to just sit there and stare up at the stars and just lay there. And, you know, it's just find this world is beautiful when you look at it and find that beauty in it and just live in those moments. Um, Number 16, heartbreak will change you into the person you need to be. Heartbreak fucking sucks. It sucks. We all know that. We've all been through it. It sucks. I don't care if you're in a relationship, a situationship, uh, imaginationship. Like, I don't care. The heartbreak, the feeling of your heart literally crushing hurts. It sucks. But again, I think the universe puts us where we need to be and everything that's meant to be will come for us. You need that heartbreak to change you, to push you to be that other person to figure out that that was not the love that you deserved and that shit is dumb so go on to the next thing that's bigger and better and good for you um number 17 you're the only one looking at your body you are literally the only one staring at your body no one is noticing if your pants are a different size this year no one is noticing that no one's noticing if you're bloated if your leggings look a little too tighter today than they did yesterday only you are noticing that no one else is you're you're good like you're good stop like the body checking's real i body check like it's just so real but i'm the only one looking at my body i'm the only one that's like thinking about i'm in a bikini whatever um what do i look like everyone's probably in their head concerned about the same thing you're the only one thinking about your body no one else is judging you for that just just try to get that through your head it's so it's so hard to like you know remind yourself that but you're the only one looking at yourself um number 18 there's a lot of downhills in life but just know there's an uphill coming i kind of like said that a little bit earlier but what goes down must come up um you know it's the climb miley cyrus thank you for my you, you know you guys should be um uh, praising me over that singing i just did um but what goes down must come up. We need the downfalls to go up. And the good's coming. 19, laugh. Literally laugh a lot. Just just laugh. Laugh at yourself. Laugh with your friends. Laugh at your friends. Like, just laugh. Laugh any moment you can get. Sit there, do something weird in your room. Laugh at yourself. Like, just just laugh. It feels good. You know, you kind of get that core exercise in the in there too when you laugh. You know, engage your core. <laughs> no, but just laugh. I told you, I guess I, I have like a really big laugh. I don't, I don't really blurt my laugh out on this podcast, or else you guys would be like, "Whoa, like we good over there?" Uh, that was aggressive. But just, just laugh. Belly laugh. It's good for you. Um, number twenty. Dye your hair. Get the tattoo. Go through whatever phase you want. Live that phase because you'll have that regret of not living that phase. So just, just go through it. I just dyed my hair red in the fall because I was like, you know what? It's time to be like a ginger vibe. And now yesterday I just dyed it back blonde because I'm like, ah, that phase is over. That phase is over. Um, I have a tattoo on my wrist that's a sun because I was like, oh my God, like the sun must rise again, like tomorrow, all this stuff. And I kind of look at it and I'm like, um, like I get the meaning behind it. And it was like really significant then because I was going through some shit. But right now I'm like, yeah, it's like cute, but do I really need it? But you know, go through the phase do it fuck it why not you live and you learn 
Um, and also don't let people judge the phase that you're in. That's what you want to live. Be in it. Go emo. I don't know. Vibe out. Um, number 21, your mom is there to support love and help you. So don't push her out. Um, it's easy when you're a teenager to look at your mom as kind of like evil, like the devil. And sorry, mom, I know you're listening to this. I didn't think you were evil and devil, but there's definitely, we had a lot of butting heads. Um, and you know, we're just probably too much a similar person and strong headed woman. Um, but she's only there to love and support you. Your family's only there to love and support you and help you and get you through whatever you need to get through. Um, so just, just know that. Just know that. It's a lesson you need to learn. Um, 22, tell people around you that you love them because you never know the last time you'll see them. And you also, they also might need to hear that. You know, they might need a day where you, they hear that they're loved. It sounds super cliche to tell the people around them that you love them, but we always need that reminder. Just, just say you love them. I always, like, I have to have to tell my parents i love them um and hug them right before i drive back to rhode island from pennsylvania or right before they go on a trip like whatever like i have to like i just need to know that i just need them to know that i love them and stuff like that in case anything happens while i'm not there um but that's just something like in me that needs to happen i tell my friends i love them when i leave them i think it's so wholesome that it's so easy to just you know tell your friends you love them when you when you leave them it's like bye like love you like all this stuff and you think about it's usually like in a relationship you do that you're like bye love you but your friends are you're you're soulmates with your friends you're in relationships with your friends um and you should always tell people you love them say bye love you like it's just so easy tell people you like them if you like a boy if you like a girl go tell them you like them like life is so short and I know that's also another cliche, but life is so short. Just tell people you like them. Tell people you love them. It's It makes the world go around. Um, number 23, life does get better. It, it gets better. It looks hard, but it does get better. And it might not get better right this second. Um, and it might get better, and then it might get annoying again. And then it gets better again. You know, it's all up and downhill. Um, number 24, cry. Let it out. You're not weak for it. I used to think that crying in front of people is like just me being so weak. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I shouldn't be doing this. Like, I'm weak. Like, this should be a thing that I hide in my room. Cry. Cry in your car. Cry in your room. Cry to your friends. Cry. Cry. Just let it out. You're not weak. Um, number 25, the good old 25. Eat the stupid cake. <laughs> eat the stupid cake. Eat the bagels. Eat the cake. Eat the candy. Eat the. Eat it. Eat it. You only live once. Eat the fucking cake. <laughs> and I will be eating the cake this weekend and not freaking out about it. Eat the goddamn cake. Eat it. <laughs> Your life is good. You're good. You're you're loved. You're meant to be here. You're you're good. And that's stuff that I needed to hear throughout my 25 years. Almost. I'm still 24, you know. But turning 25. <laughs> As we know. Um so yeah, those are the 25 things I've learned in my years of being on this earth. Um, my lessons and stuff like that that I feel like I need to share with you guys. You know, everyone needs to hear some things. I talked about it last year. Last year. Oh my God, I keep saying the word year. So I talked about it last week about going through the new year. You look at your old past years and stuff like that. I'm such a person that it's like, all right, New Year's that year. What did I do? New Year's this year. What did I do? Like all that stuff. I look through the years. So 
I figured, you know, I'll talk about the years of my birthdays in my 20s because the 20s are the hardest. I think, you know, being a teenager is hard. Being in your 20s is also hard because there's a lot of expectations on you and you're becoming an adult. Um, It's hard. So I figured I'd look back a little bit on the years of me turning 20s and show you guys that it's it's like birthdays are freaking hard too. You know, birthdays are not always the easiest, happiest things. I love birthdays. My parents have always made my birthdays so special for me. And I'm so lucky for that, that I would wake up every morning to birthday breakfast and balloons on my chair and, you know, the whole table decorated and you don't have to go to school today. Like, let's hang out for the day. Birthday parties and stuff like that. Like, I'm so lucky and grateful that I've had that. And that's why I love my birthday. And that's why I love to celebrate. But a lot of people don't like their birthday. And that's totally fine. Birthdays bring up memories. And it brings up like the idea of like you should be throwing these parties. You should be going out to dinners with people. And it's okay if you don't have that friend group to go out to dinners and stuff like that. You're learning. You're being with yourself right now. And you don't know what the next year is going to bring. You know, you could have then 50 people at a birthday party next year. You don't freaking know, you know. And you might love your birthday next year and hate it the next year. It's okay. It's it's all the phases we go through. Um, like, yeah, so let's talk about it for a sec. So my 20th birthday, you know, start of the 20s, I was in college. Um, and I'm going to talk about the emotions that I felt, like that I remember feeling on those certain birthdays. And, you know, we all cry on our birthday, don't we? Don't we all cry on our birthdays? <laughs> It's good to cry on your birthday. I feel like you got to cry on your birthday. If you don't, um, did you even have a birthday? <laughs> but so at 20 years old, I was in college, you know, on my swim team, whatever. I surrounded myself with my swim team friends and we went out to dinner. I'm pretty sure we went out to this restaurant. Like, I think it's called Jaxie's, like Galaxy, whatever. We just call it Jackie's. Um, and it's uh, the like, it's like, what the hell do they even serve at Jackie's? I think it's more like Chinese food. Um, but there was like also a wide variety. It's like kind of like a really dumb restaurant. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't go there now. Um, people would go there in college for scorpion bowls. Like that was the vibe. You didn't really eat there. You went for scorpion bowls. Um, but chaotic kind of restaurant. We went to dinner. I had a good amount of people from the swim team, you know, um, I felt love from that swim team, always felt love from the swim team. And I remember my one friend, like my one guy friend, like paid for my dinner because he's like, you shouldn't be paying for your dinner on your birthday, you know, just feeling good. Um, but I invited the guy that I was talking to, aka my soon to be boyfriend, aka ex boyfriend. Um, I was talking to him. He knew that I liked him, all this stuff. We had just recently started talking again because I did tell them I liked him. And he told me he didn't like me. But we started talking again because, you know, you're delusional and you put yourself back in those situations. Um, And so I was talking to him and I invited him to dinner considering he was on the swim team. We were all homies together. And he told me no because he was watching a football game. Um, And I felt like, you know... I could be more important than a football game, but in his eyes, I wasn't more important than a football game. And I'm pretty sure it was like some lame ass football game, like nothing relevant. It's not the Super Bowl. It's January. Maybe it's playoffs. I don't know. But you know what I mean? Like you expect to be more than a football game, like worthy, you know, and I just wasn't. 
So I was crushed by that, but I tried to stay in the moment with the people around me because I know that they wanted to be with me and they loved me. And it was okay. The boy that didn't like me didn't want to come to my birthday dinner, even though we were all friends with each other. (laughs) So that's what I remember at 20 at that birthday party. Um, At 21, my parents came to my swim to me and they brought me presents and they made me feel good because I think I had a swim meet like the day before my birthday or something like that or a couple days. Um, And they brought presents and they were like here you go like this is you know they traveled for the swim meet to see me um I remember it was a snowstorm it probably took them like freaking five hours to get home when it was like a two and a half hour ride um but they came because they wanted to see me for my 21st and I love that and we had a um planned trip to go to Disney World for my 21st to celebrate my 21st but I had to wait to um we're going in like March because it was spring break. So that was like the present theme, you know, it's like Disney World stuff, Disney goldfish, whatever, um, to drink around the world. I was on dry season for swimming, so I did not drink on my 21st birthday. But, you know, I still thrived. I went out to dinner with some friends. My boyfriend, you know, the one from at 20 who wouldn't come to my dinner, actually was a homie that year. He came to my apartment and stayed over and I went to a workout class in the morning because I was very much into like, I think it was a boxing class. I was like, yeah, like, let's go to boxing. Like, this is fun on my 21st. Go work it out in the morning. And I come home to my apartment and my door's locked. And I'm like, bro, I know you're inside here. Like, why is my my door locked? And he's like, don't come in, don't come in. And I was like, okay. And I walk into my apartment and he's like, um, like when he allows me in and he decided to do a whole birthday breakfast because he knew that that's what I had in my childhood and stuff like that. And he set up brownies and always at birthday breakfast, I had eclairs cause I love eclairs, especially from is grows, uh, mar- the Italian market in Philly. Like that's a vibe. I love big eclairs. That's uh, I'm obsessed. Um, so he made brownies and he set out eclairs and he had like my favorite candy for me and stuff like that. And I just felt warm and happy. And I was like, damn, this is 21. Like, this is cool. And I remember going to swim practice later and people are just like, you know, celebrating me. And I went out to dinner with some friends and stuff like that. You know, good 21st birthday, especially how you, you got to live it on, up on your 21st. Couldn't drink, but still, you know, sat there and ate the good foods all day. Um, at 22, my parents came to visit me at school It was a low-key birthday in a hotel that they uh, were staying at. And I remember just, like, not even really wanting to go anywhere. We just, like, kind of had food. And we took Diego's, which is, like, our, you know, nice Mexican restaurant. We got food taken out from there. And we sat there. It was COVID. So it was better to kind of, like, sit in your room and, like, vibe out and just be together and celebrate that. Um, But... (laughs) I feel like, guys, there's a pattern here. There's a a pattern here in my 20s with with this boyfriend. And I shouldn't be talking about him this much. But he really did affect the birthdays for 20, 21, and 22. (laughs) Uh, So, oof. Um, It was COVID times, obviously. And on my birthday, my boyfriend called me and he canceled our trip to the Cape. He was taking me on a little birthday getaway that weekend and I, cause I had taken him away for his birthday that was back in November. So he planned a trip for us for my birthday. Sorry about that. Um, and he called me and canceled it. He was like, I was exposed to COVID. Like I can't go anywhere this weekend, blah, blah. Like I understood that whatever I was disappointed. I was sad. Um, I decided that weekend, 
of my birthday weekend to drive up to him because we were medium distance to drive up to him and surprise him with Chipotle, with candy, with all this stuff to like feel good basket. And I was like, hey, dude, like I am surprising you right now. Like I'm about to be at your door. I'm going to leave it outside. Like I know you can't see me, stuff like that. And he's like, oh, like I'm not home. I'm at the gym. And I was like, are you kidding me? He's like, yeah, like I'm just at the gym. And I was like, you told me you got exposed to COVID. You're canceling our trip. You'll postpone it later, but you're just at the gym. So you're not quarantining. You're being around people. Um, he didn't care that it was my birthday. I basically gave him a gift for my birthday. And that trip never happened. <laughs> never happened. I think, like, and I don't think we ever actually celebrated my birthday. So that was sad. <laughs> uh, clearly that boyfriend was ditched when I was 22. So at 23... I didn't want to celebrate my birthday. Uh, that was the first time I didn't want to celebrate. I've always loved my birthdays. I've always done dinners, done stuff. Just love my birthday. I just explained that. Um, I didn't want to celebrate my birthday at 23. It was kind of right after my psychotic breakdown and that boyfriend had ghosted me. Oh my God, I guess he affected me at 23. That boyfriend had ghosted me. Um, I had to move back home. I quit jobs. I was unemployed. Um... I was I was sick in the head. I didn't want to be alive. I didn't want to celebrate 23 because it was like I don't I don't want to be alive. I don't I don't so why am I celebrating another year if I don't want to be here? And that sounds so morbid and I'm pretty sure last year in my episode of turning 24 I did talk a lot about that because I didn't I didn't want to be alive. Um so 23 just didn't didn't make sense to me. Didn't want to celebrate it. Um single, unemployed, depressed, all those things at turning 23. Um, I felt like I was backtracking in life. I felt like I was not in a place I should be. So it felt dumb to celebrate another year. Um, so 23 birthday was definitely a dark one. Uh, glad we got out of that one. Cause at 24, I felt like I had a purpose again. That 24th birthday, I felt love. I felt love from you guys. A lot of you guys reached out to me. I felt love. The studio I work at at Mend, they surprised me with donuts and little cakes and flowers and tequila and stuff like that. I threw myself a little birthday party. My parents sent me flowers and balloons. I had the big 24 balloons. My I had friends come over. I probably had about like 10 friends come over. We went out to dinner. Um, then we had a night out and stuff like that. I just remember. Um, but of course, of course, like I said, we got to cry on our birthday. Of course, I gave this one boy, not that ex-boyfriend. We were gone with him. I feel like just the birthdays are affected by a boy. Um, I gave this one boy that I really liked, um, the chance to text me happy birthday. I gave him to midnight. Midnight hit. I looked at my phone. I remember it was probably like, you know, like 12.02. I look at my phone and I look at my friend and I go, he never texted me happy birthday. And I was smiling, laughing and just tears start rolling down my face. And they're like, all right, it's time to go home. Like, let's go home. Like nothing good happens after midnight. Like, let's go home. Um, he texted me the day after my birthday, of course. He knew it was my birthday because his birthday was also like, it's two days after mine. He knew it was mine. Um, takes me the day after. And we, of course, we hung out. Of course. Because I'm just so fucking dumb in the head. Um, but we all go through it. <laughs> we all wait for somebody to happy birthday their ways into our lives. Um, but you always got to cry on your birthday. You got to do it. That was still a good year. 
I had about 10 friends. Guys, planning my 25th birthday on Saturday, I feel like it's going to be really good. I have fully invited like 35 people here to this apartment. The fact that I even know 35 people and that I want to be around 35 people and that they want to be around me and they're coming and stuff like that. It's just crazy. It's crazy to think that it's it's life is all good again. You know, it's good. And you can see throughout these years that I tell you that it's life is just so up and down and stuff like that. And as I'm explaining the years of my birthday, I can see that as I'm talking it out loud to you guys. Um, and life does get better. Clearly, I'm sitting here. I'm going to be surrounded by so much love, around so much people that want to be here. I'm running 25 miles in the morning and we set up. So it's like the last five miles are going to be with all my friends that I love. We're doing the run club and stuff like that for the last five miles and we planned it like that and it's just it's just gonna feel good that morning's gonna feel good the afternoon is gonna be spent with my friends like my girlfriend setting up the apartment um I think my roommate has a little surprise going on I'm pretty sure because she's like stressed in the morning she's like I gotta set things up I don't know where I should be what run I should do um I think she's running the first 10 to 11 miles with me in the morning you know we're getting up we're we're literally starting this run at 5 30 a.m like this homie is waking up with me and we're starting a run at 5 30 a.m in the morning it's supposed to be 11 degrees um like it's just so crazy to think that people love me and they want to be around me like that and that's going to be a good 25th birthday party but not or day you know like that's a good I'm like I literally have a little tears right now oh my god um it's good to cry you're not weak (laughs) uh I can just feel love and I just know that Saturday is going to be a good day it's going to be a good day I can feel it um yeah I've got some girl like one of my new friends, she like literally has new friends as of like two weeks ago. She's going to put like gold and colored tinsel in my hair. It's like a mermaid theme party vibe. You know, everything's pink. My favorite color is pink. Um, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And updates will come next week. Let's see if I cry on my birthday. Let's, let's see how it goes. I might be crying out of pain from running 25 miles. I hope I'm not crying out of any emotions of like feeling no love because I feel like there's going to be a lot of love. Um, feeling, I'm hoping there's no tears over a man's. We don't need tears over a man's. Um, but yeah, so it's crazy to- just talking that out to you guys and just seeing like the ups and the downs and the feelings that you feel on your birthday and stuff like that. It's so weird. Birthdays are weird. You know, you either love them or hate them or you hate them one year, you love them the next year. Um, this episode is way longer than I thought it would out to be. But yo, this is, some, this is shit we need to talk about. This is what we got to talk about. Eat the goddamn cake. I'm so excited. I got, I got, uh, I shipped candy from Target because I am running out of time this week and I got so much shit I got to do. And I was like, you know what, Target, I need, I need my specific deodorant from Target. The Old Spice, like Wilderness one. Is it Wilderness? The lavender one. I don't even know. I think it's Wilderness. I can't find it in stores anywhere other than Target. So I was like, oh, I'm shipping deodorant from Target. I should add more stuff to this. I was like, I'm shipping all this candy. I can't wait to eat the candy. It's coming today. I'm like, I'm going to throw it in some kind of room, lock it away because I'm about to eat it all tonight. Um, But so excited. So excited. And I can't wait to feel the love. And I can't wait to share all these experiences with you. Um, Yeah, I have a little nail appointment in two hours. (laughs) Gotta go get my nails done. Gotta do pink, obviously. I'm still trying to figure out my outfit. Um, I got a couple different options. You'll see the sleigh of the day. 
I have my run outfit though. Don't worry. I got a new run outfit. I, I literally need to wear new outfits on my birthday. Like it just, it just has to be, I don't care what I'm doing. I got a whole new run outfit and let's hope it works with the 11 degree weather. I was going to wear shorts and then I had to buy, like get some new, I like, I love the fast and free Lululemon shorts to run in. And I was like, oh, I should invest in the fast and free Lululemon leggings. If I love the shorts, um, and my friend loves the fast and free ones, the leggings. So I was like, oh, I'm best in those. And they have the pockets. That's why I need the pop it, pockets because I'm going to put hand warmers in the pockets to keep my legs warm. Um, but yeah, like I'm psycho. I'm psycho. That will all be shared with you guys. Um, and I'm happy to share it with you guys. I'm happy that you guys are here and we're thriving together. And if it's your birthday this week, happy birthday. If it's next week, if you're a January baby, if you're Aquarius, happy birthday. Happy birthday, bitch. Um... I'm Aquarius. I'm psycho. If you didn't know I'm Aquarius, here we go. I bought a ring the other day that says Aquarius on it. People need to know. First day of Aquar. That's me. Um, clearly, I started off. We started off with a bang. It had to be me. I had to be the first day of Aquarius. If you're first day, if you're January 20th, we are the first day. We are we are the bad bitches of Aquarius. Um, but yeah, so. And if you're the last day of Aquarius, you're closing us. You're closing out the bad bitch season. You're the, you're a bad bitch, too. Um, but yeah, guys, love this little talk. Love you guys. I'll see you when I'm 25. Ew. Um, okay. Peace out. Have a good day. Love you. Bye.